Today's episode is sponsored by Audible.com. Audible is a seller and producer of spoken audio entertainment, information, and educational programming on the internet. Audible sells digital audiobooks, radio and TV programs, and audio versions of magazines and newspapers. To start using Audible today, please visit their website at www.audible.com. That's www.audible.com. So sorry for the interruption, but we have a quick announcement. We've just put together a quick app to consolidate past and upcoming episodes of this show. To download the app, simply use your cell phone camera to scan the QR code on the screen. Then, simply add the app to your home screen for easy access and a better experience. Welcome to another episode of Taking You to the Top. In this podcast, Rami spends time speaking with founders and CEOs from across the globe and asks them specific questions to learn exactly how they launched their businesses. Before we get started with today's guest, please follow Rami's Instagram account so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. If you'd like to watch previous episodes, simply click on Rami's IGTV section or scan the QR code at the beginning of this video to download the app. If you'd like to get more information and analytics about each guest, simply visit the podcast website at takingyoutothetop.cf. Now, let me spend a moment to introduce today's guest before Rami gets started. Today's guest is the founder of My Soul Mat. My Soul Mat produces fun, bold, and eco-friendly yoga mats. Join Rami in welcoming her to the show. If you have any questions for our guest today, please leave them in the comments section below. That being said, we hope you enjoy today's episode. Without further ado, are you ready to take it to the top? A few moments later. All right, Courtney, uh, welcome to episode 14 of Taking You to the Top. Thanks for being here. Thank you. I'm excited to chat with you. My pleasure. So if you wouldn't mind, uh, to get us started, if you could introduce yourself, take us back from the beginning, you know, tell us the journey from where you started until founding your company. Yeah, so I grew up in Minnesota, then moved to East Texas, um, went to college there, and in college I really got into yoga. Um, yoga is pretty, it can be pretty intimidating to start. I just started doing yoga because I loved um, I, I wanted to stay healthy, have, you know, an exercise that was calming, you know, good for flexibility. So I just fell in love with it immediately. But I am a very bright and bubbly person. And I just could never find a yoga mat that I liked that really fit my personality. So I was actually working on an advertising campaign, um, an advertising campaign for a giant yoga event. We had a drone photographer and I was looking at all the drone footage, just noticing mm -hmm. that there wasn't any yoga mats that I liked. It, they were all plain colors. So I felt like this was a space where I could jump in and make something that reflects my personality a little more, something that's more, you know, introductory, less intimidating and more fun and bright and bold. So I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I always was looking for that thing that is the gap in the market where I could see that opportunity. So that opportunity came about two years ago, and I've been running my company ever since. Fantastic. So actually, when, when did you start the company? 
So I started, I came up with the idea about two years ago, but it officially launched a year ago. And this was when I still had a full-time job. It was kind of like my side hustle, but about six months ago was when I quit my full-time job to really try to pursue this full-time. Fantastic. So launched 2019. Yes, we launched in 2019. Okay. So actually, could you tell us a little bit more about like, what's the, the model of your business? Um, you're selling it in, on an online store, different types of yoga mats. Are they customizable? Um, so how, how does it all work? Or are mm -hmm. all the designs coming from your side? So I designed them all myself. They're really beautiful designs and I just couldn't find anything that was bright and fun. So I wanted to make them. Um, so we get them manufactured um, after I design them. They're not customizable yet, but they are for wholesale clients. So we have an online e-commerce store. We're in a couple different wholesalers, other e-commerce stores online, but most of our sales have definitely been online. Um, especially since COVID happened, since a lot of people are working out, exercising at home, it's really hard to go to your local retail store and find exercise equipment that's not sold out right now. So that definitely was a huge spike in sales. Uh, I mean, recently, all of the interviews I've been doing, I've noticed secretly people are, okay, I don't want to say thankful for COVID, but it has really benefited a lot of companies who are, you know, they have a service or a product that assists people at home. Yeah, and I think obviously COVID has just been a huge detriment to our world, but I, I'm trying to look at some of the positives and I hope, I hopefully, you know, we will learn a lot from this and hopefully businesses will learn how to pivot quickly and, and strategically. And, you know, I think it's really opened up a lot of it's brought a lot of problems to the forefront that hopefully we can focus on the solutions to those and focus on the remedies and fixing rather than you know focusing on the negatives absolutely so is your company bootstrapped or did you raise capital to get started so completely bootstrapped um started off with only like a thousand dollar investment super super small um and kind of built up from there but i i still haven't paid myself for my company yet. Um, so I, I do consulting for social media, digital media on the side. Um, that's kind of where I'm getting my income because every single dollar that I make from my soul mat, my yoga mat company, I invest yeah. right back into more product. So definitely a challenge has been getting enough product and keeping product in the door. All right. And <clears throat> is the team size, is it too early to discuss team size? Is it just yourself? No, I can talk about our team size. So sure. um, we have me on the team. I have two in interns. And then everybody in my family helps on the company in some way. So for example, one of my younger brothers, he um, is a professional at finance. So he'll help with some of the finance stuff. My mom helps with some of the shipping. I have a 13-year-old brother that helps with the labels and the packaging. So it's definitely a team effort. Um, and then I also will bring in contractors on the team um, to okay. kind of keep the budget low to, to barter services. So I'll go to someone that maybe, you know, is an expert in Amazon storefronts and I'll say, look, I want to give you two hours of free consulting on social and digital media in exchange for two hours from you on consulting on, you know, Amazon storefronts. And that's been an amazing way to create connections when you don't have a huge budget. That's incredible. 
That's the first time I've heard bartering in I don't know how long. It is so helpful to do. <laughs> it's a good idea. Um, yeah, exactly. Because everybody has unique services and skills that they can offer. And so again, all of our all of our uh, money just needs to go back into product in order to keep sure. up with the demand. So you know, our budget's pretty tight, but that's the best way that I've seen to really expand our budget. Amazing. Okay, well, that brings me to, I mean, since you mentioned social media, what would you say is the most effective marketing channel mm -hmm. for you so, to capture so your first class? Mm -hmm. It depends. The easiest marketing channel for me has been LinkedIn just to make connections and find those people to help me. Um, definitely more on the B2B side, but surprisingly the best marketing channel for the consumer side has been Pinterest. And I didn't expect that at all. Yeah, I didn't expect it. However, most of the people that find us, all the wholesalers that want to work with us, they all say they find us on Pinterest. I don't even use Pinterest that much. I pin, you know, I post sometimes, I make sure all of our mats are on there. But that has really, it's, it's a great place for discoverability when people are researching, trying to find new products. Um, so that's been super helpful. And then of course, you know, Instagram definitely has been good, but I, I was just really surprised by the ease of success on LinkedIn and Pinterest. And out of curiosity, are you tracking these things or are you just noticing orders come in from one side versus another? I do track it and it is interesting, you know, where the orders come and it depends on geographic location. So, you know, and where the people are, are living, where that, you know, brings them. So um, press has definitely helped too, getting in, you know, some local um, articles on, you know, some Austin, Texas based uh, companies to support stuff like that. Just trying to get our name in front of as many people as possible. That's definitely helped too. But yeah, I track it all. Um, and it's really, it's really interesting to see the ups and the downs of why people are coming to our site, when they drop off, where they're coming from, and just kind of measuring the impact and then going in the direction of whatever's working has been really beneficial for us. Gotcha. Um, this next section is more for the, the listeners who are just starting their journey. They're, I, I don't want to say they're entrepreneurs yet, but you know, they're, they're thinking about it. They're trying to find a problem to solve. So the reason I'm asking these questions is to try and come up with ideas possibly that could, you know, help somebody find a problem to solve. So would you say over the course of the last few weeks, you had any present problems, issues that you wish could be fixed? somehow by automation maybe, or uh, I don't know. Some yeah, time, problem that sort of sticks out, time? Time is definitely always an issue, but something that stand, that's kind of started to emerge is customer service as well, whether someone just wants an update on their shipping, if somebody has a problem. You know, we have a pretty low rate of people having problems with mats. Okay. Um, people are, you know, 99% of the time, probably more than that, they're really happy. But the more products we sell, the more volume of customer service requests that there, there is. So that's definitely been a unique challenge that I didn't expect um, and something that takes a lot of management. So, 
you know, the more you sell, the more you're going to have to interact and, and fix all these problems, whether it's a shipping issue or a product issue. So how are you solving that right now? That's a good question. Um, I'm just solving it by trying to be as personal and understanding as possible, you know, whether someone needs a tracking number or replacement, but I can foresee that being something that I may need to outsource in the future or may need to hire someone on for because I truly, truly care about the customer experience and making sure that they're, you know, absolutely in love with the product and, you know, they got it in a fast amount of time and they have a great experience. So, um, you know, keeping that top of mind, that's something that I would definitely invest, you know, more time and resources into as that sure. continues to grow. I mean, is there not a way to automate that process? I mean, I'm sure there is tracking it, numbers, you know? Yeah, we, so we do send the tracking numbers, you know, sometimes we have problems here and there, but I want to, I, I'm sure there are ways to automate it, but it's this weird, um, kind of dichotomy between you want the experience to be really personal, but also right. not overly automated. So I'm sure there's a middle ground there, but I don't think I found that yet. Okay. So that's a potential thing for someone to solve. Absolutely. So if, if you? you're looking for, if you're trying to start a startup, uh, all the customer service things I've looked at are just so automated, just like the bots are really, they're not personal. So okay. if there's some sort of in between, I would use that in a heartbeat. So worth paying for? Oh, a hundred percent. There we go. Fantastic. Okay. So let's wrap up with the famous five. I love it. All right. Number one, um, what's your favorite business book? All right, I have a few, but I think I would have to go with Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. I know that sounds crazy. However, it's it's really helps you change your mindset about taking the first step and makes you reframe your thinking. Because I think a lot of, once you get into the flow of starting a business, it, it kind of builds momentum itself. But that first step is the hardest part. And I think that we get caught up in what are other people going to think about me? What are other people going to say? Is this going to be successful? And taking that first step is so hard. So this book really, really helped me with that. Great. Um, you know, there's, I just thought of something. There's a question that I have to add to this podcast. <laughs> I don't want to ambush you, but when would you say is the time for you to leave your nine to five and switch full time? That is a great question. I don't think there's ever a right time. I think you just have to make the jump. But what I've seen is when I had a nine to five, there wasn't a lot of space for opportunity to come in. Um, but when I quit, I, I, then I started getting, cause I created space and time for people to come talk to me. I created more time for me to work on other things. And that definitely helped, but I don't think there would ever be a perfect time um, I think quitting my full-time job as COVID was starting was even a worse time. So yeah. you just have to make the leap and obviously, you know, be responsible about it. Have some money saved up, have some plan of what you're going to do, you know, have a fallback plan, but you just have to make the jump. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Yeah, um, so local to here in Austin, Texas, there is a CEO um, and a founder of an athleisure company. Her name's Ty Haney. And I've always really admired her mission of making working out and um, you know exercise more accessible. 
And I, you know, really admire what she's doing. And I had seen that same problem, but more on the yoga side. So, you know, I follow her. I, um, you know, try to learn from her. And she's definitely been a big inspiration of mine. Cool. Uh, number three, what's your favorite online tool for growing your business? All right. I am the biggest fan of Hey Orca. It's H-E-Y-O-R-C-A, like Orca, like a whale. And it is the best social media management tool I have ever used. Pretty cost effective, super easy and streamlined, great for collaboration. So in both my social and digital consulting side of things and for my soul mat, as I'm planning out content strategy, that has been just the most helpful tool. I mean, is it sort of like a, a buffer sort of? Yes. Schedule your like posts. Buffer or a Hootsuite. It's just a lot more user friendly. And then I would also say Hero. So Hero, it's called Help a Reporter Out. And it's yep. an email list that you can get on. Yeah, it's an email list that you can get on and they'll send you opportunities every single day. You know, we're looking for health and fitness experts to talk about their products. We're sure. looking for a gift guide for, you know, Mother's Day, something like that. And you can just submit little pitches every day. <laughs> and that's helped me get in a lot of press. And it's completely free. I've tried it maybe three times, you know, I sign up, I give it a shot, nothing happens. Really? <laughs> and then I try yeah. to come back when somebody mentions it. It is hit or miss. However, there is a new podcast one called Spot a Guest. And okay. Spot a Guest has been cool too, because whether you're a podcast host looking for guests or guests looking for a host, that's been helpful too. And I've been on some podcasts that way. So it's like a more niche version of Harrow, but that's another business idea. If anybody can make a better Harrow, <laughs> I'd definitely use it. There we go. We have two businesses so far. <laughs> All right. It. Number four, if you could give your 20 year old self a piece of advice, what would it be? Not necessarily a regret, but a piece of advice. I think my piece of advice for my 20 year old self would just be to not take things so seriously and not be so intense about everything. I was in college when I was 20, I was getting ready to graduate. And I think I was so um, focused on work and school that I didn't really have time to, you know, explore my hobbies or um, make new connections like I should have. And I, and I see now that there's definitely a balance between, you know, working and having breaks from work that I didn't really understand then. And I thought the more that you worked, the better you would get, but truly you do have to take breaks in order for you to like perform at your full potential. For sure. All right. And the final question is how many hours of sleep do you get every night? I would like to say eight hours of sleep, but sometimes it's more like six. I like to sleep in. Um, <laughs> so like six to eight hours sleep is important. I always say I am my worst self when I don't sleep. So you don't, you don't want to see me when I haven't slept. I'll be grumpy. <laughs> all right well courtney thank you so much for joining me today uh i know you're really busy and i wish you all the best with your company and hopefully in a year's time we can catch up and see where the company has grown to of course looking forward to it thank you so much absolutely my pleasure thank you today's episode is sponsored by audible.com Audible is a seller and producer of spoken audio entertainment, information, and educational programming on the internet. Audible sells digital audiobooks, radio and TV programs, and audio versions of magazines and newspapers.
To start using Audible today, please visit their website at www.audible.com. That's www.audible.com.